Starting the show in three, two, well, you know, you know, um, lately with Bodega Nights, we've just gone like, straight. Yeah, we've just been going straight. So, are we, have we started? Yeah, we're pretty much recording. Okay. Hey! I'm Jao. I'm Taxo. I'm the ironic gamer. Because he games on a Mac. And it is. It is not awesome. I'm, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> uh, right up front, if you're like watching us on YouTube or listening to this on YouTube, like and subscribe or whatever it is. like, Or comment and share and all those other <laughs> nice things. I mean, a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Interaction is always appreciated. Because what I realized about <laughs> Bodega Nights is when we uh, end it, like we don't, we don't actually like end it properly. Like we don't have a, a closing spiel. Yeah. So like, okay. where do we tell people to like, hey, check out channel14.com or whatever? So like, yeah, we, we don't have do a, at the top of the show. We don't have that kind of proper ending, and we don't have that like basically. We tell them that we have like a support us link where you could like use our affiliate stuff or buy our merchandise. <laughs> see, see, you're pushing it, man, right? <laughs> because we were, we were. Um, I tried to sneak it in as like a, you know, a, a regular part of conversation, which is what we do here at Bodega Nights. Okay. Hey man. <laughs> hey man. Hey man, have you gone to Amazon? You should check out this link. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a drone with that link. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Interesting thing that uh, Paolo brought up about drones. Because he wants to use a quad rotor with probably a DSLR to review. And while he's doing this review, I'm assuming he mentioned about a Judas Belt, which is a large set of fireworks. Yes. Like you're going to Michael Bay review. What are, what are you reviewing, dude? Like Noise cancelling headphones. Okay, yeah. So the idea is that I'm going to like let those explode just to test how well they noise cancel. Yeah, well, like, I can I can understand like why you would do that with you know noise canceling headphones, like why you would use fireworks for that, right? Yeah. Um, but why do you need the uh, why do you need the drone? I want to do rotating footage, and I want to do rotating footage. Okay, it's the, the footage is not rotating. <laughs> no, no. I mean the the no, camera no. is going around you. The, yes. No, basically circular per- circular perspective from the air. Yeah, yeah. So, so you pretty much want to do bad boys on it, like, like, like that that iconic bad boys shot. That and uh, also like the, fo- the that are you gonna ask Hans Zimmer to like do your theme song? Like, as this is going on. I don't know. Do you have his phone number? <laughs> I probably would have it somewhere because I mean, but I was I did do the cinematography work, and we have like a weird list of like all these different composers. Really? Now I'm pretty sure it's not updated because last time I got that list was the five years ago. <laughs> Ten. Well. Windows XP came out. Ten. <laughs> uh, but then, when it comes to like scores, you only really have like four <laughs> that are actually, you know, that have actually made a name for themselves, right? Four that have made a name for themselves. Yeah, like well, unless you play video games, you probably might have a little more, maybe one. <laughs> yeah, but like, like when it comes to when it comes to movies, right? All you have really is John Williams, mm-hmm. uh, Howard Shore. But then Howard Shore only. Only for the Lord of the Rings, you have Hans Zimmer, you have, uh, what's his name, the guy that did Corpse Bread, uh, Danny Elfman, and, um. Does Elton John count? I still remember him, Lion King. <laughs> no, dude, Lion King was, um, Zimmer. It was? Yeah. Really? Lion- that, that was, that was Hans Zimmer. Oh, okay. I, I did not know that. <laughs> like, shout out to the Bodega Nights episode from two weeks ago, or 
last month or whatever. But like it, it was a it was a buck moment where we were at a McDonald's. Buck walks in all sweaty and stuff. He um, doesn't bother to say hi to anybody and says, "You know what, Joe? I think Hans Zimmer's best work was The Lion King." Like I, I agreed with him, but like I I just said hi, you know. <laughs> I was imagining a sweaty buck coming, you know, just from school. I mean, it's been hot lately. Just goes, guys, Hans Zimmer's best work is Disney's Lion King. All while breathing deeply. An entire, entire. Do you think he was really like contemplating that? Like he's going, that's why he's all sweaty and like worked up. Like, no, what is his best work? Was it Lion King? Was it Black Hawk Down? Was it this? No, it's Lion King. Oh my God. I have to tell the boys. Am I sure? Go there. Firm. Puts his, plants his hand down. <laughs> Guys, Hans Zimmer's best work, Lion King. With all And sweat. everyone just goes, hey, Buck. <laughs> well, all while he's sweating in, in head, the face. <sighs> Pathetic. You don't know the awesomeness <laughs> that is the Lion King. And in all those weird... I actually, in fairness, I mean, I really did love Lion King's music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. More, actually a lot more than lots of recent stuff. Even, like, more than Aladdin. I mean, I enjoyed Aladdin stuff. But uh, Lion King, I think, had a lot more interesting songs. Oh, well, well, the songs, though. Uh, th- there's a difference between, like, this. Although I think Hans Zimmer composed, like, the songs as well. But, he do, like, a lot no, of it Can you feel the love tonight? That would be so amusing. I'm not sure. That, I think that was Elton John and um, whoever his... Uh, was it Cher? No, it's... it's no? Um, because Elton John doesn't... Doesn't compose... Uh, he doesn't do lyrics. He doesn't do lyrics. What does he do? He does music. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, all of, uh, Elton John has a writing partner. Like, ah, he, okay. like, Elton John does all of the music, and his writing partner, I cannot remember, like, I cannot for the life of me remember his name, does all of the lyrics. Huh, okay. So, like, uh, that's yeah. something I do not know. I mean, uh, I'm not that big into, like, audio things, so I kind of thought if you're a composer, you probably also did lyrics. No, no. Apparently, that's not, not the case. Not you know. <laughs> okay. Whoa, whoa. Oh, okay, that was good. I, I, I thought. Like something screwed up with the recording, but it seems um, okay. Come on, Joe. Yeah. It's a yeah, Mac sure. running Linux. You what see? could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, that's the best setup ever, I think. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, how have you guys been? Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, I'm back on my. I think I'm back on my crazy diet, so a little, a little good. I mean, not having the carbs, not having the sugars, like going insane. So far, okay. I had beet juice. Well, not just well, not just beet juice. It was beets, carrots, and orange. It looked like blood. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about like I run a game here going insane because like you know Saxel has uh, beet juice. No, but I mean like lately I've been uh, lately besides the diet, it's been interesting. Lots of works and stuff. I've uh, been playing. I've been finally been able to play uh, other games inside Minecraft and Borderlands. I kind of like decided to actually look through my Steam library and realize I had games that I didn't realize I owned. Like don't starve. Oh no! I knew I had Don't Starve, okay. but there are a whole bunch games? of weird indie game. Uh, there's a whole bunch of indie games I didn't realize. Name I got. five that you played. <laughs> Reset. Name five that you played over the past week. I don't even remember their titles. So you said go load it. Hey, this is interesting. Then go Just, to the next Okay, thing. fine. Describe five. <laughs> when did this become a quiz? Uh, I know well, one was. Like, was mo- I know five. one was Monaco. I know one was like a weird like adventure side scroller. One was Castle Crashers, I think. No, not Castle Crashers. It was like a different one. There's like a whole bunch of other games. I already got them all from the Humble Bundles, and I just never cared. As I go to the Humble Bundle and other things, like, hey, I like this one game in particular, and I'll take these other games that come with it. I'm only that makes a lot of sense actually. I'll only I'm only asking because I might consider getting some of them, like from me or no, no, (laughs) thank you, no, no, like, like you know, whenever I actually have the money. 
I didn't even realize I had them. I mean, it freaked me out because I'd be looking at the uh, curators or like the special sales going on. Like, yeah. Hey, this is a cool game. You have this in your library. Like, oh my god, when did I buy you? <laughs> it was like those weird moments, and it kind of made me question like what I was purchasing. Really? But then I realized like bundles, bundles, right? Like yeah. how many have they had? Like eight, nine, ten? Oh god, I, I no, no, they've some had twenty plus already. With the indie bundles, the indie bundles. Yeah, yes, they've had like twenty indie bundles. Yes, already? they've had a lot of indie bundles. Twenty, and if you just count the ones they had on PC, Mac, Linux, because they also had, they've also had maybe about five or anywhere from five to ten on on mobile. And oh, the, yeah, oh yeah, they have, a, like, they have the mobile yeah. bundles, which I have nev- never gotten. <laughs> But yeah, the annoying thing also the humble bundle is I end up getting lots of games I can't play because like the Windows only. So like for like friends on Windows, like oh they have you know they're buying like twelve games for four bucks, and me I'm saying yay I got two games for four bucks. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, we get a game. Oh, oh yeah, the Linux fair. guys. Yeah. Well, to be fair to the humble indie bundle though, like a lot of them are cross-platform. Like you oh, only yeah. have um, the last like humble indie bundle that I can remember. And seeing as I thought, like, there were only 10 of them, it's been a while. They constantly <laughs> refresh those things. They have a new bundle, what was it, every month or every week? Uh, every two weeks. Uh, because, like, uh, the bundle runs for about two weeks because the first week, like, you get these games. Then there's a secret, there's a secret other half of games you may release. Yeah. But they don't tell you until, like, the next week later. But okay. if you bought, like, full on the first week, you'll get those other games for free. Yeah. yeah, It's like to kind of convince you to, hey, maybe you what's, should buy it now when it's cheaper. What's the minimum cost for getting everything? Uh, the minimum cost, meaning like everything? R- recent bundle, for the recent bundle. Uh, 10 bucks. 10 okay. bucks is generally the standard thing to get everything. However, like, uh, if you want to get like the most basic stuff, it's based off the average amount spent. Mm, yeah, yep. which is amusing because I'm kind of wondering what happens if the average amount, uh, you know, exceeds the cap like uh not be really a cap but they use ten dollar mark well the average is eleven dollars okay well given the number of windows people that don't spend very much money um that that isn't likely no i mean i have seen some pretty big like uh people like uh pretty big like don't like i, I guess you said it's donations it means not like you're yeah, really yeah, buying yeah, it yeah, yeah. you're donating and they give you something uh because i mean if you're buying it they have to have a set price and there's a receipt right. and all these other yeah. things going on because I remember, I think it was for the RPG bundle. This is actually developer software. This is not actual RPG games you're buying. Mm. Oh, okay. uh, the entire value of what I was getting was actually bordering, I think, $400. Okay. Yeah, I okay. got it all for 15 bucks, which is kind of amusing just because I bought these prior, but I lost all my keys. Mm, yeah. Ah, okay. Well, that, yeah. So I bought them again. Then I checked on the donations. Someone actually donated $1,500. Hmm. You get a lot of that, like with the humble indie bundle. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this guy paid three times the value of the actual softwares. <laughs> hmm. uh, what's it? Like, it's um, fairly common practice, right? Because you have, like, the top ten contributors yeah. uh, listed there. So if, you know, you're promoting a website or whatever. Promoting a website. Like, or, okay, or, you make your name, like, the website name and you just... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Promoting that, that a website sense. or promoting a charity or something. Yeah, like, like people, uh, people have done that. Yeah. Actually, that makes um, honestly a lot of sense. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe you can also do it in, like leader scoreboards for games. No, <laughs> you make your name like you know www.channel14.com. Best guy playing Halo. <laughs> we're gonna get so many Halo kids <laughs> like, not understanding um, what we're talking about. <laughs> or like your uh, your your Twitter handle. So like, who will our right? like, so who will our champion be? Here's the what? It's this Twitter still a thing? Yes, and, and, it is. And how is it still alive? 
the first time I saw Twitter in the first like three years, I didn't understand why it's alive. Yeah, why it because works. it's got like no monetization, right? Like that's, no, not just that. I mean, yeah. I don't get it. It's literally status messages and some photos. Or status messages, some photo, uh, some photos, and a bunch it's of. It's like Facebook, and, and you tear out everything, tear out everything except for a small section of the feed wall. One hundred forty characters. Yeah, that's um, that's what's killing the newspaper. <laughs> really? Really? Twitter? Yeah. The bird? Yeah. Wait, Twitter? Why? Not Reddit. Twitter? Not Reddit? Well, uh, no, I actually will accept Twitter over Reddit. I, anything, I mean, I have no issue with Redditors, but I the only reason I don't like using Reddit is because there's this weird elitist concept coming out of people who go through Reddit. Mm. I don't see it in Twitter generally because Twitter is a really weird mass of people. Yeah. I just well, don't the, appreciate the Redditor com- community, though there are a lot of good ones. I still suggest if you check it out, I mean, it's interesting, but I just personally don't like the community as a whole. Admittedly. Well, I don't know. It's, it's that front page. The front page gets really weird, but once you start getting into, like, the subreddits... Oh, the subreddits Some of those are, nice. are amazing, some of those are terrible. Okay. Um, yeah, like, like I really love the Jupiter Broadcasting subreddits, like, because, you know, I'm a big fan of Jupiter Broadcasting, so... Like, okay. their subreddits are pretty good. Uh, like, the Rooster Teeth subreddits are, like... Oh, those cool, are nice. Right? Like, hmm. uh, some of the StarCraft ones are good, too. So the Starcraft ones, like, how many of those are Korean? <laughs> what was it though? Like, like Twitter, um, I, I think is like really important to the way society works now because it is the fastest way to get information out. Yeah. Actually, I will agree to that. I mean, uh, if I remember, remember that uh, the so- the so-called Bin Laden raid back in like a few, couple of years ago. Yeah. The yeah. first instances of that thing being brought out was uh, through a guy's Twitter who was living in the area. Yeah. So like he was like, within like a 800 meters of the place and he started tweeting. I hear these noises and that was the first sign that they were compromised <laughs> via Twitter. Yeah. So ah. it's, it's the, it's the fastest way to get information out there. Um, it's, it's, uh, more than like Facebook. It is the reason that in modern journalism, there's no such thing as a scoop anymore because huh. of Twitter. Because of Twitter. Right. Because it's, it's, um, it's distilling everything that goes on into a headline. There's also the that's, con- that's true. there's also the consideration that this is assuming that you can like get you, through all of the noise, right? Yeah, the, because like Twitter is like ninety eight percent trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also then, like the, if you follow the right people, yes, that's the way that you can get like all of your news just like that. There's so. also uh, something I noticed. Some there's also a consideration I know about Twitter because you could practically look at nearly all of the Twitter accounts of people without without. Connecting with them in any way, like no. Uh, for certain there's yes, but there's a number of them that you can't. Most if it's like I think a brand, you can obviously because they they're a brand. They they have the show most publicly. of the one, most of, <laughs> at least based on at least based on my experience. All right, because I I know lots of at least when I go to Twitter, I guess I don't look for brands. I re look for like people. It's like hey, you have Twitter? I'll get check it out. Then it's like you know private. This is things private. This yeah, thing is yeah, private. Yeah. But if you're a brand, you know, making something private. I can see how it can work, but honestly, you probably want Funnily people enough, to see. Funnily enough, I've only encountered yeah. the whole private thing whenever I know for a fact that he, that uh, this Twitter account is covered by a block bot. Oh, yeah, the bots. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I'm still surprised, though, that it's still live. But, yeah, I feel like the second they mo- they try to monetize, like, they try to make it, like, a paid service in any way, even they probably even charge one cent, like, one cent in any way. Even no, like, if you ads? have to pay to use... Because I don't even see where you can put ads. I don't unless they like have the status. Then they have like a freaking like banner. I'm not sure though because like I do know that they have some sort of monetization scheme. Like um, uh, we can push your, we can promote your tweet more. I I think, I think they have like promoted tweets. 
that um, if they aren't shared enough or whatever, they just die, right? But like, I think they have promoted tweets. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not really on Twitter, and they do have those verified accounts. Um, no, the verified That's accounts. Like I, think, I think the verified accounts is more to because there are a lot. I've se- have you seen the sheer amount of parody accounts that exist? Yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, some of those parody accounts are just really, really funny. But there's so many. I'm guessing the verify is just mm-hmm. to make sure that you know this is actually the person's account and you're following the right person versus a possible imposter who may sound like him but is actually secretly trying to take away all your information. Right. So, like with the verified account, though, that's uh, yeah, you have to pay for that, right? Yeah. So that's another way because Twitter really doesn't uh, doesn't really have like a proper monetization scheme, right? But you can't deny its um, significance to today's world. Yep, I. It just still bothers me how it is a really simplistic system that somehow is alive. I mean, Foursquare is dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foursquare is dead, right? It's, it's gone. I have no idea what but that is. I have is. no idea. Like, I'm <laughs> sure Foursquare is still around. Because Foursquare, like, this is big. I mean, it's probably alive. I mean, Friendster's alive, but doesn't mean people <laughs> are on it. I mean, like, Foursquare, I remember before, it was such a big thing where, oh, this is a great way to market your stuff, go to these places because you have to be a mayor. If you're a mayor, you get all these things. Yeah, and suddenly, yeah. I don't hear it anymore. Does, um, what was, was Foursquare bought by somebody? I have no idea. It's just what one day people just stop talking about it. Yeah. Well, um, because because well, Facebook has like location services already, and Google has location services. So this was like the proto, but then Google really doesn't, you know. But yeah, it 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 was um, like Foursquare was the proto Facebook location services, right? Something like that. Yeah. Like when you you can check into places on Facebook. Yep. Which I tell people is not the smartest thing to do. Oh, have you have you guys ever um, looked at your Google dashboards? We have a Google dashboard. We no. have a Google dashboard. It's insane. Um, Which like, do you access? Uh, is that the Google Plus thing? Um, just 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 look it up because it's got all of your information. It's got the information that Google has on you, like your search histories. Your, um, <laughs> if, if you have location services turned on and you have an Android phone, yeah, um, or have Google Maps on your iPhone or whatever, and you have location services to Google turned on. It's really creepy because it gives you a map like where you've been. Does it show? Like, I don't like this creepy. at all. Does it show you? Does it show you as a blip on the map? Uh, yeah. It, it show, Um, you, you've seen Google Maps, power, right? Like, you, yes, you've seen I've Google seen, Maps, right? Yes, I've and seen Google you've, Maps. And you've um, you have you ever used Google Maps to navigate? To navigate. Wait, what other thing do you use Google Maps for? If not navigating. I mean, like, like, like you you type in a place and then it. <coughs> Tells you to go, and then in 300 meters you're supposed to yeah. turn right. That, that sort of thing, right? Um, you, you know how you have a little blue line that you're supposed yeah. to follow. Yeah, it looks sort of like that when you check your uh, location history. No, oh, that's ah, it really, shows really creepy. Really creepy. <laughs> so, like, check out your Google dashboards, everybody, because it gets pretty creepy. Is that then the same place where you <laughs> where you find your where you like find in where you can click on the stuff like your Gmail and whatnot? Just Go to you just go onto Google and search. Now, like, now I understand why. I mean, more so why the servers of Google are one of the most well protected, most secretive places in the world. Yeah, ah, you don't know where a server like oh, where the farms are or anything. You don't know where they are, but they are all across the world. Yeah, <laughs> that there's one in each region. It makes you wonder. I mean, like, what will like John or Joem have for their background since they're writers and they probably have one of the weirdest searches? Yeah, I am curious what Google thinks they are. <laughs> I've said this on the show before, actually. 
like how writers have the most colorful search histories. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you'd think like, you know, like a college boy would have like the weird things. No, look at the average writer. Because like the things right. you write about can be pretty unusual and you'll probably have the weirdest searches. And, you know, if taken out of context, I'm sure it can look really, really bad. And this is is really good because we're, like, rehashing content on Bodega Nights. Ah, okay. (laughs) Because we've spoken about this. Oh, Um, okay. It was was Seema. Seema was on that show. Seema, John. Oh, I remember that one. We were talking about... um, We were talking about... uh, Games. We were talking about video games. We were talking about... um, uh, those like research into like making the stories and stuff for the games. Yeah, yeah, but then the it, it was specifically those like life simulator sort of games that are like I described them as um as paper dolls for the 21st century where you have like a princess and then you have to like manage her life or whatever. Oh, I remember that as Princess Maker. I remember yeah, that Princess game. Maker games. John was talking about Princess Maker My games. My princess was like Xena. <laughs> she was a warrior and she didn't take anything. She was an independent strong woman. <laughs> ah. Yeah, See. John was talking about uh, Princess Maker games and um, yeah, Seema- pr- oh yeah, oh yeah, John played Prince Maker too. But well, anyway, um, <laughs> then, then Seema goes like, "Why, why do cool. you know about Princess Maker games?" And we started getting into a discussion about the most colorful search histories of writers because uh, John, you know, research. So has yeah, totally John played research, Long yeah, Live the Queen? Research, research yeah. Research. Not sure, but yeah, I mean, even like when I start writing things, like when I make story, when I do my stories or when I do things for like my game development where I have to do different researches for different things. Yeah, yeah you'd have a weird search history. Okay. I'm curious, what is the weirdest thing that you search for, Paolo, that you can say on the show? <laughs> <laughs> weird. Uh, what? Okay. I had to add that last part specifically for you. <laughs> so can I, so how explicit can I be? Like <laughs> this is Bodega Nights, yo. <laughs> because, like, what's the weirdest thing you search for? Just like out of curiosity, like you know, you're curious, but if it's taken out of context, it can be really, really bad. Probably a string of expletives. <laughs> no, no, well, can I? No, you can't use expletives no. on Bodega Nights. <laughs> no, 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 not expletives. This is a family show. It no, is. Okay. <laughs> no, what family is this? Can I use? Uh, Shame on you. Different. Can I use different? Can I use intercourse? No. As a word. Okay. Wait, what? It's a word? Intercourse. Well, you I mean you use it now. I mean, at this point, you can't take it back. Yes. Yeah, so diff- <laughs> no take backsies. Um, different positions. Oh, that's not oh, weird. That's, 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 that's not weird at all. That's, that's so weird. That's normal. That's normal. That's, like, that's like high school. Or different, like yeah, that and that and trying to find that that and trying to find how I could induce a sensation of uh, elephant. You know, the same sensation. An elephant. Of, elephant? Yeah, no, I've seen an that. elephant and a bull elephant and must. I was trying to search for that sensation. You know, inducing that sensation in a human. Well, I that's know. a little weirder. But that's then... a little weird, but still, it's kind of acceptable. I yeah. think one of the weirdest things I had to look for was it was for <coughs> one of the, the one of the books I was writing the uh, Undead Memoirs. Yes, uh, I had to like I was researching how much force would it take to crack the skull of a child because yes. it had to be written there because I had uh, to look at yeah, medical yeah, injuries. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like this. You know, if you're just doing that for medical things, like, okay, I need to know this much so I know that injuries that can happen, like, what happens if someone's struck with this much force? But, of course, you know, if you're looking at it, like, why is this guy looking for things like these things? And if you see, like, my, especially if you connect to my Google where I dropped my nephew off at school a number of times, yes, it might seem very questionable. Ah. <laughs> and then they see Princess Maker Games as part of the search result. <laughs> ah, he's a writer. <laughs> Does he play Sims? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> it can get really weird. Yeah, I mean, ja, what, what's the weirdest thing you probably searched for that can be taken out of context in such a bad way? A, a lot, actually. Like, in the past couple of years, especially, because I'm taking up law. Oh, yeah. So, so it's like scenarios, I'm guessing. What can you ta- so what can you share? Stuff that you like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find the... Like you're trying to find a particular case that involves um, statutory rape. Okay. And so you type in stuff like statutory rape Cebu. You know, like, like do we have any okay. cases in Cebu that involves some sort of statutory rape? <laughs> that okay. kind of thing, right? Well, I'm guessing if they know you're a law person, Google's not going to take it, you know, really strangely. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, you know, like what, in the past what? couple of years, that's a lot of what my search, uh, my search, uh, search history has been. So basically a lot of legal situations. Yeah, but then, you know, like, um, the ones that involve criminal law. Oh, okay. Like, those are the ones that, you know, like, why is this person searching whatever, you know? Like, at, at what age does? <laughs> Do you think JJ has that in his search engine? <laughs> <laughs> I still have, uh, I still have not found any, any art, any links to how to, how to induce that. Mm, that bull elephant and must sensation in a human. I really don't understand. That. I mean, I really don't want to dive into that at all. <laughs> Maybe because no, I'm not sure what this bull elephant may be. And the first thing in my head is this probably this is probably not an elephant. It I feel like no, this no, is... it is a. It's actually a situation that happens with elephant with a uh, male elephants in mating. Wait, season. wait, wait. Why are you actually looking up elephants in specific? Because was this before or after your trip where you rode an elephant? N- no, no. Because I remember hearing the term bull elephant in musk, in musk as I heard it from someone. And, and that I drove re- you to figure out, I must induce this thing, which I heard from someone No, else. I heard it from my brother. I heard it... Well, you know, you know what, dude? Like, I, I think... Right, Paolo, I, I think we should, like, drop the subject now. Yes. <laughs> because, like, he already, you already mentioned, like, bull elephant musk and mating season. That's, um, <laughs> that, that has, uh, sexual assault written all over it. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure Jao has a history to, you know, back up that research. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's those things, like those weird things in, that you probably search for. I actually even remember those, all those weird captions, that, all those like weird photos, something you see like on the internet, be it on 9gag or something. Which would you rather have? Would you rather like go without this thing for X number of days or have the world read out your search history? That, uh, world read out my search history? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's like, uh, <laughs> Would you rather pay, pay or would you rather have to work your life to pay off a million dollar debt or let the world like read your search history? Well, read my search history. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, for some people, I guess it's instinct because some people feel like you want to pay that million, not because what your search history might be like scandalous anyway, but you feel maybe embarrassed, not because, I mean, I feel more embarrassed about stupid questions I ask Google mm, than I do yeah, the actual yeah. research. Like the dumbest question I had to ask Google because it just confused me when I saw a truck with it. I saw a truck, uh, but I saw a truck that said, you know, premium vegetable oil. Then right under it, it said 100% coconut. Now I'm, I know a coconut is not a vegetable, but right then and there, I was only 99.99% sure out of my information. So I did go on Google and figure, and I had to ask, is a coconut a vegetable? WTF, what? Uh, Google apparently said, you know, it's not a vegetable. But, you know, I was at that point 99.99%. It's a huge thing. It's a, it's a tanker truck that says premium vegetable oil, but it says in huge bold letters, 100% coconut oil. 
yeah, I think yeah, like, yeah. you can't make this big a mistake. There has to be something. So 99.99% sure it wasn't. But I just had to know. I just had to right. be clear that it's my life a lie. <laughs> Is a coconut actually a vegetable? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. And I feel like this person, might be when he made this, I, I kind of wonder, did he question it too? <laughs> Was a coconut a vegetable? Did he just do it because, you know, I'm being paid to do this. I will not question the client. <laughs> I'm starting to think that's only, be- that's only, I'm starting to think that's because most plant-based oils are classified as vegetable oil. So we can call like jasmine oil vegetable oil? If we can call coconut, 100% coconut oil vegetable oil, I'm pretty sure that's a lot more acceptable. Is, has been labeled as vegetable oil. What, what is palm oil made of? What, oil what palm. What, what? Like the fruits of the oil palm. But what? I know. I'm just hearing oil palm. Because, yeah, no, because you it's not registered. <laughs> no, is that like a tree? About, is that a palm tree? Yeah, that's like a commonly grown grown tree, some somewhere in like Borneo. For yeah, like, we, we have palm, palm trees. Oil. We have palm trees in the Philippines, right? And the leaf of a palm tree has a better chance of being a vegetable than a coconut. Yeah. There. You know, I will okay. accept that. No, a, po- a leaf might having more chance because a coconut, just from the name itself, and yes. if you've seen a coconut, yes, you want to believe this is not a vegetable. A vegetable. <laughs> this is not a vegetable. But it's like it's like searches like that that make me more embarrassed because people are like you're a moron. <laughs> like, no, you have to understand the story behind that search, that question. Where, where is um? Okay, no, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go on Google and search. <laughs> oh, cool. No friend, thanks. Hey. Uh, I remember those days. <laughs> but I mean, it's those things. Like, I'd be wondering those small things, and those would be the most embarrassing stuff. And, but yeah, I think even YouTube, I think YouTube searches have also been pretty weird. Not because, like, uh, I'm friends like YouTube, my YouTubers are not weird because I'm like looking for weird things. Yeah. But you know how, like, when a movie comes out that has the same title of something you've been looking for, and those things end up just getting overwritten? It's like, you first, you're like, uh, I mean, fast, like Fast and Furious 7. The hashtag they used was FF7. Yeah. Oh, uh, I yeah, enjoyed yeah, the yeah. movie and all. I really hated that they used the hashtag FF7. Yes. Because that over, that immediately overwrote lots of my FF7, like Final Fantasy 7 things. Right, right. So I'd be getting weird, like, why am I getting, you know, uh, you no, know, I, Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, all these like, you know, I appreciate the movie, like, please go away. I mean, I don't want to look your material. I enjoy the movie, but you're looking, leave this thing alone. I want to look at this stuff. You're looking for Final Fantasy. And say they get YouTube seven. where, like, they have some movies named certain things. Oh, God, what's, I forgot the name of that movie. It overwrote lots of documentaries as kind of mm-hmm. because it was a popular yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Dang. And suddenly you have to put all these other weird like uh, tags to try to find your movie. Right. Yes. Well, going, going back to search histories on Google, if you don't want to feel like an idiot, yeah, um, don't ask the question, right? Like, like you, um, is is a coconut a vegetable? Um, just type in coconut, and then you're gonna end up on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> and in the first paragraph, you'll get your answer. The coconut is. A big, big nut. If you eat too much, you'll be very fat. <laughs> yeah, there. That's um. That, that's how I feel better. That, that's how I uh sleep at night. <laughs> ah, okay. 
people will never know if I just say this basic thing, they'll never realize why I searched it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, so it's like coconut. Okay, cool. Like, coconut oil. Okay, cool. At first, though, I don't think I can hide that for some of my research because if I just put child skull, that would be really creepy no matter how you child <laughs> yeah, twist yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, but then that, that isn't the type of search that makes you feel like an idiot. Oh, yeah, it's not. Right. But actually, that does make sense. I think the reason why I went to is coconut a vegetable or something is because you know how Google auto finishes you want to see if other people have and apparently it's like one of the top things is coconut a vegetable followed by is coconut a nut and follows is coconut a fruit but vegetable apparently oh, yeah. was a big search which does make me wonder how many people had to verify or how many people saw this tanker truck and had to question themselves is a coconut vegetable uh, but I do love those like completed searches. Oh yeah, those are really cool. And I do wonder how it appears. Like, is someone, is that group of people really like making the search so common that it has to pop up as a suggested thing, or is it just Google having its fun? <laughs> yeah, huh? Like, are there that many people that have this question? Although I think that, um, I, I think that uh, given the number of kids on the internet, like those questions would be. No, that that was it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I I would think like, um, you know, you have a you have an eight year old, for example, you have enough eight year olds on the internet, and um, like they don't have the experience to know that if something has uh, seeds, it is a fruit. Uh, Google the new teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's. But I mean, no, those things are not so weird. I mean, like you see those things like this. You know, I hate it when I go outside and someone throws a fridge at me. Like that was a suggested thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the weirdest one that has suggested, I don't know if it's going to be bleeped out or anything, is I don't understand why these strawberry, why these strawberries are on my nipples. Apparently, it's a book. Oh. It's like a very, it's a title of a book. And when I first like, I have, I am curious. I will check this out. And apparently, there's a book on Amazon. Like that very specific title. The same way there's a weird title of a book, like, uh, cooking for Jewish Japanese people with pets or something. Oh well, yeah. It was like really oddly specific. Well, books. I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. But then there are some things that you just wonder why is it a question? It's like it doesn't even make sense for someone to ask it in the first place. So, but I mean, you book. know how Google has fun, <laughs> okay? Like with like yes, lots of their yeah, Easter yeah, eggs yeah. and things. Like if you do like a skewed, you do other things. It does all these fun stuff. So I kind of wonder: is this just Google having fun with like with some of these weird suggestions? Mm, that that could be probably someone ha- someone on the development side just wanted to add it in for a little bit of for a little bit of fun and laugh. Or are we giving humanity as a whole too much credit? <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't think so. because because I've the people that cre- don't because the people that wouldn't ask like absolutely retarded questions, yeah, are the people that find their answers in libraries. No, no, that, nah, that, that, nah. That, that, that doesn't work anymore. No. <laughs> no. You know, my entire time nah. in college, the only time I went to the library was to get my, like, readings and handouts because that's where, like, you had to get sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. honestly don't remember ever reading a book from that. I mean, I, I read lots of books. I still have a huge queue of books to read. But I honestly don't remember ever getting a book or sitting out and reading in the library ever. Yeah, me neither. Well, actually, no, I, I did, actually. Yeah. But because not like you want book. to do or needed to. It was, um, because that's where, like, because because we got our handouts at the library. Yeah. Okay. And um, like when we had to make handouts, like we had to. You had to make handouts. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, you mean like the notes and things you made all these special things for yourself? No. Um. What's it? Uh, I got those. Well, when my we classmate. were <laughs> when we were uh, when we were MA, right? Like we had to find all of the reading material 
for the class. Hmm. Like it wasn't it, it wasn't a prescribed list of reading material. It was the student goes out and finds, um, you know, representative works from the French Renaissance. Yeah. So like that's when I had to go to the library and start digging in. I went to Google. <laughs> I think I went to Google and like for the library, I have checked out books. I mean, I actually checked out, I think I checked out in my entire time in college, it's only three books. Oh, okay. Ever, like three books. And of those three books, one was for me and two I just checked out for my friend because he needed to get it. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad I brought those back in time. I brought those back in time to not get a late fee. One of my friends got a late fee of over four years. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was really sad. At that point, like at that point, dude, just keep the book and pay for it, <laughs> right? So you basically just buy it. Yeah, just, just buy the book. Okay. You know? Um, actually, I yeah. do wonder what is the late fee for four years going to be like? Exorbitant. I'm like, yeah. Exactly. Things like the librarian still remembers, like, we thought this book was missing. Like, what is this? Are you sure it's ours? Yeah, but like at that point, you know, you might as well just like pay them for the book or better yet like get it off of Amazon that way the library gets like an updated version of it you know and, and you're probably going to save money on that as well because hmm. I actually do wonder those things and how do people just complete you think people actually do that because they plan to like just keep that book for themselves or you think they honestly forget that they always had that book <laughs> that's a really good question why don't you ask um, I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened though, like I, I do remember him mentioning that. Yeah, I don't remember if he actually ever brought it back, but I do remember he had it for that long a time. Oh, and um, I think what happened was his uh, he, he was doing like work in a group, and they took the book out in his name, and he didn't. Uh, yeah, they took the book out in his name, and they used the book, and the dude that had the book never bothered to return it to him. Oh, okay. That makes I a lot. That's that, what that would make yeah. a lot more sense. Do you think? Do you, is the library supposed to call you or notify you if you have it? Do you think? I'm on. Can you actually get your clearance with that? With that thing still, you know, checked out? No. No. Okay. So I think guess that's how we found out. But I'm pretty sure he still was getting his clearance for graduation, and it's like, no, you still have those. Like, I have that book. Yeah, yeah. Are because you sure? like, because it's part of the clearance process. You have to go to the library to see if you have anything overdue. Ah, uh, clearance. The game that never happened because my Windows OS crashed when I was... <laughs> I hate that so much because I, I remember that the RPG development thing I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that specifically because there was a competition ongoing to mm. make a video game. Right. And uh, obviously, these are Windows-based things. I, the Making games on Mac, like the Mac software for it, is not mm, great. Yeah, yeah. So I got the Windows thing. I bought myself a brand new Windows 7, that uh, that thing. It's an official Windows 7 run boot camp. Uh, I finished about half the coding for the game, and it crashes. And I lost everything. Windows. <sighs> it was all right. And in uh, fairness, though, I think it was half the Windows fault and half like how boot camp works. Like, it's really hard to recover files from boot camp for some reason. It's really? a, for the, re- the partition is weird. Like, I did not understand it. I might have done a mistake on my side and just somehow, like, formatted the partition and lost everything but it did annoy me how it just died mm. and yeah my game was supposed to be clearance to fly it's like one of those games where you are a student running through the entire school trying to get your clearances done oh, that's and the really whole point cool. and the whole point was it was a steampunk school and it's called clearance to fly because you're going to, it's a flight school and you need your clearance to fly to uh... you're going on because i remember uh back in college where 
people would give strategy, um, like strategy guides almost or tips on how to do your clearance yeah, even yeah, faster. Yeah. And some people would even show off like, oh, I did my clearance in like one hour. I did my clearance in this long. And got right, but like, right. this is such an amusing concept. I want to make a game off this thing. And while well, it crashed, I got annoyed. I still have all the things written out how to do that thing, but it's just, I got upset that it crashed. This sounds like a... This sounds like a point-and-click adventure game, dude. Uh, it's like not a point-and-click. Like, 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 like a Nancy Drew-style point-and-click adventure game. Hmm. Okay, I was actually looking actually at like, almost like a platformer because uh, I grew up with Sonic. So for me, right, speedruns right. were a thing. And I thought, hey, clearance, speedruns, we did that. Hey, this would be an amusing game. It's a really weird form of a platformer. But well, yeah, that's something I, I was trying to build. Then, yeah, no, Windows 7, not, not the best thing. Maybe it's because I've been watching too much of... There's this show um, by uh, Day9, one of the... Starcraft commentator guys. He has this web series with his friends and it comes out today. I should be getting home soon. Um, he has this show with his friends called Mostly Walking where they just do nothing but play point and click adventure games. And I've been watching a lot of that and I've sort of gotten into the whole point and click adventure game, like, like bringing it back to they played King's Quest. Oh, King's Quest is fun. <laughs> they played that, Indiana that, Jones. Oh, that's a, wait, the original King's Quest, like the Atari King's Quest? No, they played King's Quest 7, I think? Oh, okay. I, I, I thought like, oh my god, that was so cool where you have to type out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they played King's Quest 7. They played one of the Nancy Drew games. Hmm. Uh, Nancy Drew games, in fairness, for its uh, genre point and click is actually pretty right? fun. Um, they played uh, Grim Fandango. That was the most recent one and I Grim fallen in love cool. with that game. Hmm. Oh my god, that game is awesome. Also interesting, Grim Fandango, there is, in Minecraft, you can find a picture of Grim Fandango in one of the paintings. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, the point-click adventure, those point-click things is people don't even realize that's a genre. I don't think we actually ever talked about it, but it's an instinct genre in itself. And the interesting thing is, you know who the majority gamer is for the point-click? I'm I'm listening. (laughs) uh, Girls. Well, that makes sense. It's really interesting. Like, girls Hmm. love it. And actually, it's also interesting because also very interesting story-wise. And I mean, it's not like it's a casual thing because there's some of these point-click which is pretty hard to do. Like, there's time bases, there are other things going on. Uh, it's hard to, I mean, it's not going to compare to like, you know, uh, high intensity FPS, MOBAs, and other things, but it's an instant kind of like, uh, pressure to do. Some of the, some point and click games employ some really, really interesting logic as far as what do you some mean of the, some? <laughs> the entire, like, the entire genre of point and click adventure game is based on like really retarded logic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. It's a, I don't know. It's like the older, like, it's like the further, ba- the further back you get, the more, the more WTF the logic is. Uh, no, in fairness, not all the time. I mean, I, I think my two favorite point play adventure of all time was, uh, Curse of Monkey Island. Yes. And, uh, Dave the Tentacle. Okay. okay yeah. Dave the Tentacle is such a cool one. And surprisingly, not too many people know about it. But yeah, uh, Dave the Tentacle was I've really amusing, com- but there was like two really was- questionable sections of that game when it came to the point and click. Why? Like one was, uh, because there was a scene there where you saved a hamster because you had to bring it to the future by okay, tragically yeah, freezing it in the freezer. Oops. And then, like, to melt him, like, you had to use, like, some sort of blow dryer or something. Then he's all wet. Okay. So the game's logic, hey, how do you dry off a hamster? I know, stick him in the microwave. Right? No, right? That's, like, like point-and-click adventure game logic. Like, um, no. <laughs> you don't do that way. And then the other side, like, it was a section where you went back in time, and you need to burn a log in a fireplace. So how would you do this? Now, in other games, I'm going to take that log and burn it. 
No, this one here, no. Since Washington's there and you know Washington has false teeth, you want to take those teeth and find a chattering teeth from the present time, bring it there, give it to George Washington so his teeth start chattering. I mean, you know, chattering like chick, 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 chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then suddenly, oh no, uh, Jefferson, Washington's cold. We have to burn this log. But no, I know, no, but he's cold. Yeah, well, um, and that was the logic to make him burn wood was you had to get go teeth. to the future get chattering teeth give it, destroy his teeth give those to him so it seems like he's cold the, okay. the other <laughs> the other weird thing or the yeah weird the other weird thing about point and click adventure games is some of the puzzles uh you you end up solving the puzzle with um like sort of brute forcing the puzzle right Hmm. Uh, by just randomly clicking or whatever, randomly and it is only after yeah, it, it is only after you solve the puzzle that you see its significance to the story. I've found that interesting watching and getting into point and click adventure games. Like um, you have no idea what you're doing until you're done doing it. Yeah. I saw that a lot, especially in Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah. With that one scene there where you had a duel with duel with a pirate. And your options to duel was like, you know, you have these uh, flintlock pistols. But the correct one is using a guitar. And you have a freaking like guitar off of some sort. Yeah. Then it goes to the point where you're not going to win because this guy is just you know, going crazy on the guitar. You yeah. cannot, you know, you cannot match his mad riffs and things. So yeah. the way to solve that is you get the gun and shoot the guitar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense until you like, you just kind of like click around until you find something that works. But then there are games like, uh, have you ever played the Indiana Jones point and click adventures? Uh, no, but then the guys on Mostly Walking did. Yeah, the Indiana Jones, like, Infernal Machine. I have never finished that game. Why? Uh, well, one, I was playing it when I was eight years old, and that was a game (laughs) meant for far older people. Okay. Uh, it's the first point and click adventure I played where you could die. Okay. Mm. And there were multiple options to solve a puzzle. I've never had that before in a point like right. where you had okay. multiple options and depending on what option you chose, it changed the story slightly. So you could play, you could have the exact same story if you did everything exactly the same, but if you slightly alter it, you had a different set of options to go somewhere else. Hmm. It was really interesting and, uh, I never had, I found that insane child except in the last part where I thought there's probably some very specific thing. And apparently this game is so unpopular, there was no strategy guide for it. <laughs> I've checked even today. People don't even know that the game exists. Like, I'd get uh, brought to another Indiana Jones game, I think, for the SNES and other things. Okay. The but I would ones. not remember there's one for the PC called the Infernal Machine. Oh, right. Okay. But okay. yeah, I mean, those games were interesting. And that's a good example of point and click that was very intense and interesting. And mm. also probably set up the weirdest search things when I was younger as a kid. <laughs> What do you do with the magic ball? Which mouth do you put it in? Because like there was balls and you place right, it right. in the mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess as a kid, you know, for me playing the game sounds it's fine. But if you, it's one of those games again. It's, it's, it's the logic, dude. It's, it's it's um it's point and click adventure logic. Like you know, I I gotta put I got to put the ball into Something. one of these mouths. Like you know, oh, you know, the makes fun part I remember <laughs> like uh to fool one of the guards. Like, you could trick him by showing him a really tasty sandwich and make him jealous. So he has to go eat something. He has to go make himself his own sandwich so you can sneak in. Point and there are like three, way- yeah, there like, there's three it, ways dude. to go through that. Like, you could literally go fisticuffs with the guard and yes. beat him up. Okay. Or you could, like, knock him out, like, using some sort of... Like, you could get make a sandwich and put, like, a pill or something to knock him out. Mm-hmm. And there's the other option is you can go up to him 
start eating it in front of him. And, like, the, the model actually, they even made the sounds of him chewing, going, mmm, this is such an awesome sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the guard's like, wow, your sandwich is so awesome. But I don't want to take yours because you're eating it right now. I so want a sandwich. I'm going to go make, can you watch this door for me? <laughs> this is, um... This this is LucasArts, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, say what you want about LucasArts. Their point-and-click adventure games had amazing production value. Oh, yeah, I love them. Yep. <laughs> but it's like, this mom, this mom was like, I don't know why would this would work. <laughs> as a kid, it seemed fine, but as old enough, looking back, at, can you imagine doing that like to a bank guard or something? Oh, this, bro, this food is so awesome. Why don't you go make one and leave this vault? I'll take care of it. <laughs> Answer? It was the 90s. <laughs> uh, where nothing mattered. It just had to look cool. What, what are the point-and-click adventure games that come out now? With the exception of the Nancy Drew ones. Uh, lots of it now is just actually finding hidden things, which is yeah, kind of... Right? I mean, it's, it's okay. I kind of enjoy it also, Find, but it's weird. Finding hidden, finding hidden things or, or, basic, or basically influencing the flow of the game based or on like, what um, you choose. Or no, the, the, the CSI the, the, games. Escape, like. escape the Room games. Yeah. Yeah, like those, yeah. Do the point-and-click like, finding things in the room... What I kind of wonder is, what do these game developers think rooms look like? It's, it's, the, it's the messiest rooms I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, like those, 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 um, find hidden things. I, I, I don't really think of them as point and click adventure games in, uh, the same way that, you know, the, uh, uh, like Indiana Jones games are point and click adventure games. Um, I think of them more as like Where's Wally or Where's Waldo or whatever. Well, depending right. where you're from. I, mean, I grew up with Where's Wally. I got Waldo when I saw the TV series, but I got Wally growing up. I think I got Waldo growing up and Wally with the TV series. Okay, I see. We got the difference. <laughs> we got yeah, the difference. Really. I, got, I got Waldo because I watched the Waldo series in America, and I got Wally from my books here. Okay, okay, that was that was weird, but yeah, like like those um find stuff in in a room. Like that—that's what it feels like. Um, but but like, have you played those? Uh, how how to escape the room? Sort yeah, of I've adventure? played those. Of like those those feel more like point and click adventure games in the sense that you have a key and you have um, a, a little bit of blue tack and uh, flower vase, and you're supposed to do that, or you're supposed to use those three together to be able to get the belt that's on top of the shelf. Which you will use to pull the sofa so you can get to the rat's hiding place so that you can get the key to the next room. Like, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. That, that's mean, what it feels like. Actually, it's a funny thing. It's much we were talking about, like, how, like, the games can sound so stupid. I mean, the thing I love telling people, you know, as, as stupid as you think the game logic sounds, like, I tell, like, people from, like, the Philippines, because I think we can relate to this more as Shatong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to try describing Shatong to a foreigner. I mean, even right now, like, how do you describe Shatong? How do you play Shatong and how does it make sense? I just go ahead. <laughs> like, I think that you have you played Shatong, right? Yes. Paolo? How do you describe Shatong to someone who's never played Shatong? You dig a hole, you dig a small hole, you get take two bamboo sticks. Is this am I losing anyone here yet? No, no, okay. Mm. You put one of the you put the smaller stick. In the hole sticking out in a certain way, you take the bigger stick, you you smack the smaller no, stick. No, 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 you're think, you're already jumping. 
And Ironic Gamer thought he was a retard for asking whether coconuts were vegetables. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, like the weirdest gamer. I mean, I had so much fun playing it in high school, elementary. <coughs> Never played in college then because there's no Shatong field. I actually got the point that Shatong was... Act- fields. Yeah. I mean, like, Period. in uh, elementary, Shatong was... In elementary, Shatong was banned from the school because we kept digging up the garden. <laughs> to play it because uh, oh, yeah, I remember like Saxel said like you, we dug up a section yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. how the game worked is you had a really long bamboo stick and you had a it's really so short bamboo yeah. stick and there are three like there are three like stages to this yeah. stage one being you make it like uh, perpendicular to the hole and you'd launch it like a weird catapult type thing yes then after that you go into the next form which becomes like baseball yeah. Oh, that's like a baseball-ish thing. But before you hit that, you have to still whack it. You're holding it, whacking it out. And that's where they do the pitch. And after you do that one, you create a sort of lever system where you whack it. You whack the small stick with the big stick. And it's midair. You whack it one more time. Then you start making points. And if you hit it twice, you get another set of points. Well, if you actually think about, um, if you think about games in general, like if you try to describe them, like, a lot of them are straight up retarded. Well, no, I mean, there's some games that make perfect sense and the others that don't make sense. Like, you know, we have Shatong and the British have cricket. Yeah, cricket. Like, just <laughs> run back and forth. But, like, like uh, baseball, for example. Like, like baseball, as, um... Like, like inter- internally, the rules make sense. But if you just sort of describe baseball, a guy throws a ball, you hit the ball, you run around. Like, that, that, that seems kind of retarded. Well, I mean, that makes more sense than Shatong ever will. I mean, I love the game, and it, guys, if you know, if you ever Google it, I mean, it's, it is an insane game to play. It, yeah. I know, weird, but you get, it is fun. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, uh, it's, and then you have games like, uh, we called it the Japanese game, but I actually have no idea what the proper name for it is, where you have these two bases and you kind of run back and forth. It's like a weird version of tag. I, I think I'm familiar with the game, but yeah. I'm not sure. But I said we have those weird games, but they make a lot more sense than some of these weird games. And when it comes to these things, I kind of wonder, how did we, how did people figure this out? Like, you know, let's make a game like this. Let's do this, then this thing, then this thing. I kind of want to look at that sometimes. Like, how did cricket become a thing? Like, even tennis. How, why is it scoring zero, <laughs> 15, 15, 30, 40? Like, what, what? <laughs> what? I, I saw a pattern, like, okay, 15, yeah, yeah. 15, 10. Then it goes into, if you're tied, it's now deuce. It's not match point. Yeah, I've, I've, I actually read somewhere, like, there was an explanation, but I cannot for the life of me, like, remember anymore. But it, it was, uh, it was, there, there is some weird explanation for it. It's just, it's those are things that you So if anybody understand. is, like, if anybody is into tennis, uh, you should, like, email us, contact at channel14.com and explain. Or, why, um, yeah. Yeah, why is it like a 15, 15, 10? Then it goes into like a weird match point thing. Then you have to score again, and if you're tied, it doesn't matter how many times you could go. Well, so it's like the first set, the first set thing, numbers though. really are meaningless. Ah, okay. but then that's sort of a thing though with like uh, sports that involve hitting some sort of thing over a net. Like once you hit, once you're tied, you have to, um, you have to win by two points or whatever. Like volleyball is like that, right? Yeah, and like ping pong, I think. I'm not sure. Well, this just shows how much we really know about sports ball. We know um, the sporty sporty because we play video gamey gamey. We know that the ball has to go somewhere. Well, what's My like, first understanding uh, basketball was from like the NBA Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, basketball is not played two versus two. It depends. Well, th- th- that's something that I have a better understanding of because of... Like growing up, because my dad was a really huge fan of the NBA. Oh, in I think all the our dads in the nineties, right? So, mm. like, like basketball, I have a better understanding of it. Like, um, 
like backcourt violations, um, stuff like uh, you're you're only allowed three seconds in the paint if you if you have possession. So it's, it's it makes a little bit more sense. And football, uh, soccer, because my brother was a really big my brother's a really big fan. So like I sort of took it upon myself as the older brother to kind of understand what is this thing that my little brother really loves. So sort of learn some of the rules there. But say stuff like uh, rugby, like. There's the scrum, yeah, cool. Whatever that thing is, where they all they like, all kind of huddle up yeah, and start trying to rip each other's flesh off or something. And then all of a yeah. sudden, like the ball just flies up. Does it count as a ball? Like it, it flies up, then somebody jumps, and like, um, and then you're supposed to get the thing forward by throwing it back. Like what? You know? <laughs> oh, talking about weird sports. Apparently, there's a they're trying to bring in night fighting. Now this is different. There's this is one they do in Europe where they have like a group of people fight each other in a whole big melee. And like the losers, whoever falls on the ground for like, if you fall on the ground, you're out. Apparently, mm. there's a newer one where it's done in Europe, where it's either Europe or Australia, where they have knights fighting it out in a boxing match. Apparently, Sports it was first done as like entertainment. A, apparently, it was first done as a, with like a halftime type show. Then it got really popular, so they started doing it where you know you're mono mono, you have your armor on, and you just kind of yeah, fight yeah, yeah. it out in the in literally a boxing ring. Do you have your Do you have your weapons? Yeah, you do have stuff like that though. You do have. St- you do have things like that that um, started out as like things that happen during halftime and end up becoming its own thing. Like clowns, I think. Clowns? Yeah, clowns were never really like the main attractions until oh. there was this one guy, can't remember his name, but there was this one guy that was like the definitive clown. And all of a sudden, people started going to that circus to see the clown. Huh. Okay, so really? like it's a okay. We're talking about circus. First thing in my head is rodeo clowns. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you have things like that. Yeah, it's like um, one of those weird things where. Well, I mean, the some of the most amazing things comes out of accident. Be there, be it maybe as a small show that got big, or apparently, or things that happened between two drunk farmers, which is paintball. <laughs> 